1: Yeah, first quick hit your Wednesday, August 8th edition. We have a nine game slate on tap for you tonight after a 14-game bonanza last night, which was up and down, fun as we expected. Some good, some bad, all in all, not too bad. Nine games slate on tap. Before we get into it, let me talk to you about draft. Draft.com, draft in your app store. A great way to play fantasy sports. You draft in under five minutes, snake style drafting. Just the way you like it in your season-long leagues, but it's only a day long. You can do it all over again the next day. Tons and tons of fun. they got baseball rocking and rolling right now. They'll have hockey, basketball. They have golf going. you got the PGA Championship, the fourth major of the year. Coming up this week, go draft a team. Enjoy. Uh, They have NFL during the regular season, and right now they have best balls. One of the best places to play best ball. Tons and tons of fun. They take your top score week to week. and You go on. They have massive best ball tournaments right now, $25 entry. Winner gets a hundred grand. They have a two, I believe a two fifty entry and a five dollar entry. Tons and tons of big tournaments, plus your three dollars, five dollars, head to heads the works. And if you're new to draft, use promo code SD Sports when you check out and you'll get entry into a free three dollar tournament of your choice. It could be basketball, baseball, golf, whatever. It could be an NFL best ball, whatever you prefer. But go check it out. Draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports. Couple more housekeeping items if you're really interested in writing for baseball football hockey any of the sports for fantasy news betting whatever hit us up at the sports on twitter and slide in the dms or go to the website thesportsdegens.com. there is a link to uh, apply to write and lastly but not least please go give us a rate and review wherever you listen to this wonderful wonderful podcast listen to my horrible horrible analysis no i'm kidding but go check it all out go give us a rating review and uh, we'd much much appreciate it Now. To your nine-game slate, there is a day slate. Yet the Mariners, Rangers, Pirates, Rockies games on it. You're going to target bats there, pitching elsewhere. Plain and simple. If you have any questions, come to the SD Slack chat and I will answer them for you. When you talk about the nine-game evening slate, you got Braves, Nationals, total of nine. Red Sox, Jays, nine and a half. Orioles, Rays, waiting on that one with the Tampa Bay bullpen game. You got Twins at at Indians, nine. Cardinals at Marlins, eight. Yankees at White Sox, eight and a half. Padres, Padres at Brewers nine, Cubs at Royals nine, Dodgers at a seven and a half. You got a lot of nines and aboves, lots of them. So pitching is very, very suspect on this slate. Not good at all. It's going to be a very weird slate. Someone's going to show up and do really, really well, but I that's the million dollar question. You got four guys at ninety five hundred dollars or more. You got Clayton Kershaw at twelve eight. He uh, Luis Severino at 1-9, Fulte at 10-6, and Clevenger at nine five. Kershot 12.8 is a really, really good option here. Uh, I probably won't go to him because I don't feel like paying up to that level. But he has been much, much better his last couple games 23.3, 31.1. He's back to that 100 pitch limit. Uh, he's gone six innings or more in four straight starts. He has seven or more Ks in three or four starts. So he's starting to really, really get it going. Uh, he has given up one home run in each of three of the four starts. There's one start he did not, and he had 31 DraftKings points. He's given up at least one home run in all of those. So the K's are there. Strikeouts, uh, I mean, the strikeouts are there. He has given up the long ball a bit. The A's do strike out twenty three percent of the time versus lefties. You know, Kershaw's peripherals are great. The A's do have some pop versus lefties, but uh, lefties are hitting three forty one. Righties only two eighty versus Kershaw. He's got some reverse split action going there. Um, Chris Davis went deep yesterday. Kind of talked about that. They have some guys that can do it. It's just risky a slate like this, Kershaw seems to be a good option, especially in cash games and a little GPP. Severino, i got to wait and see it because listening to Paul Spoor and Nick Pollock's analysis on the their uh, Sunday night chat on Fangraphs on Sleeper on the Bus was pretty telling on what's going wrong with him with his changeup and his locations and throwing more fastballs, so on and so forth. So I'm going to have to wait and see. It's a great matchup against the White Sox. If you want to take the GPP risk, yeah, go for it. It's a phenomenal matchup against the White Sox in that big extra inning game last night. You never know. They might need him to go deep. So he's there in a GPP at 11-9 if you need him. Not going to go faulty versus Washington. I know he's been much better this year. And, you know, you look at his numbers versus Washington, um, they can be quite telling. When you break it down, um, he has faced them four times this year, 25 innings pitched, 7 earned, 27 Ks. He's averaging 23 DraftKings points per start. 19-9, 13 16-2, 13-3, 30.9, 143. A lot of numbers there that don't match ten six That's my problem with them And his last time against Washington, 5-2, 9 hits, 4 earned, 5 Ks for 7.6. He's a GPP play, I guess, on a crappy slate, but uh, I'm not going to go there. The other guy I'll look at up here is Mike Clevenger at 9,500. Yeah, he's risky, but the price helps a ton in this one. He's faced Minnesota once and did not fare well. Six innings, seven hits, four and 3Ks for 5.5. But lately, 15-9, 19-7, nine, 20.2, 16-7, 19-5, 15, 10-5, 35, 36, 17. So a lot of 15s and above. We'd like the 20 and above at 95. But on a slate like this, it's a good cash game look for sure. And it gives you a little bit more. With, you, got, you got the good floor with the upside facing the Twins. We strike it over 21% of the time is a minus 200 home favorite, which does help quite a bit. Uh, He strikes out 24% that he faces, 40% ground ball rate. When you look at the Minnesota Twins, a 3.7 team total, second lowest on the slate. Lefties do hit 342. They have a couple of those in the lineup for sure. Righties, 276. So there is risk with Clevenger. We know he can get wild at times and walk guys, so on and so forth. But all in all, at this price point, he's kind of the highest guy I want to go to unless you're going all the way to the top to Kershaw. So right here I got Clevenger one, Kershaw two, price point, dictating the whole situation. Now it's really really ugly. You know, Jose Quintana. You can pray that he found it versus Kansas City, and this could be a play. Um, man, DraftKings is loading slow today. Um, he hasn't fa- he hasn't faced them this year. Nope. But uh, his last start out twenty five point one. He had a minus six point seven at St. Louis. then twenty one eight, 20.5, and a sixteen seven. So basically seventeen or more in four or five. 20 or more in three of four. He had that one rough one in the middle there. And you got Kansas City, who really, really does struggle against lefties, striking out 23.6% of the time. Quintana's a minus 190 road favorite. Walks have been his problem 11% walk rate, but uh, everything else, he does give a little hard contact, but everything else looks pretty good. Um, The Royals have a 3.8 team total. Lefties, 294. Righties, 354. 297. Woba, 128 ISO. So Quintana... He's been very, very dicey, but again, on a slate like this at $8,300, you definitely give Quintana a look in this game uh, at that price point. He's only $700 cheaper than Hamels was the other night, so remember that. Trevor Richards, this is a just a, a renaissance man. $7,800 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. Been really good at home this year at 305 ERA, averaging 14 points per start uh, for game he faced the Cardinals once, five innings, three earned four Ks for 9.1. But as of late, he's figured it out. 19-7, 26-5, 22-22. That was against Philly, at Tampa, against Washington, and at Philly. So he's pitched really, really well, taking advantage of teams that are struggling or strike out a bunch. And the Cardinals, for the most part, are struggling. We saw Pablo Lopez at 5800 bucks. If he took that advice, he got the job done. They strike out 22% of the time 1st right-handed pitching. He's got a 22.5% K rate. Walks, too many. 10.5% walk rate and 42% hard contact. Neither are ideal. You look at the Cardinals, a 4.15 team total. Lefties, 286. Righties, 377. So he's got a reverse splits going on there. Um, And then lefties, three ten, they have a 310 Woba as a team versus righties and only a 149 ISO. So really, really, outside of Matt Carpenter, things are very quiet in Birdland. So Trevor Richards is 78, definitely on the board tonight. Julius Chassin at $7,500 at home against the San Diego Padres. Yes, Chase Anderson let everybody down. He started out doing okay. But you got Chassin. He's faced him once this year. And he got beat up. Minus 4.5 against San Diego. He got beat up his last time. Started out at the Dodgers. But prior to that, 26-8, 31. Um, He's got a couple rocky ones. He's he's very not cash game friendly, but GPP upside for sure. Because San Diego strikes out 26% of the time. Chassin a minus 190 home favorite. Everything looks good except a little bit of hard contact about 37.5% of the time. Padres' team totals 3 point, uh, 3.8, same as the Royals. Lefties 365, righties 300. The lefties in San Diego shouldn't scare you a ton. They have a 284 wOBA, 121 ISO versus righties. So, which seen at 75 is in play. I know some people might be scared off after his last star versus them, And with Chase Anderson's outing yesterday, so if you don't want to go there, fine by me. On a slate like this, you can't be too picky. Because honestly, there's nothing I like below St. Fires. No, Johnson no, Malone no. The only guy I can poke a stick at is John Gant of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's $6,300 at the Miami Marlins. Uh, Gantt has been very, very, very up and down this year. Uh, better on home than on the road. Like game logs, 1. 1.6, 10.2, minus 2.8, 11.1, 19.8, 14.7, 3.8, 24.2. Very, very up and down, up and down. We know Miami can be pesky at times at the same time they can get shut down. Um, you look at Gantt, Miami strikes out 23% of the time. Gant just walks 11%. It kills him. He's got a 12% swinging strike rate, a 45% ground ball rate, uh, a little bit too much hard contact as well. But for 6300 bucks, could be worth the gamble. The Marlins at 385 team total. Lefties 375, Righties 264. Woba of 299, ISO of 125, both very very bad, so for 6300 bucks, he definitely is punt worthy, but it's very very dicey, there's not a lot to like in cash games tonight unless you're going to Clevenger Kershaw and maybe Quintana, those are the three cash game pitchers, I wouldn't go too far outside of that box, but GPP's different, so 8K and below, I got Quintana 1, Richards 2, Chassin 3, Gantt 4 all very, very, very dicey, but uh, again, you got Clevenger, Kershaw up top pitching's bad uh, Quintana, Richards, chasin and Gant down below. Nothing, nothing too great there. Let's get into the bats on this nine-game slate, where there should be plenty based on that pitching. Would you think, right? Well, let's check it out. You got uh, Yasmani Grandal against Mike Fires at 4,300 bucks. Very intriguing in that matchup for Fires. When you look at the Doyers, they have a team total of 4.12. Lefties 361, righties 328 off of Fires. So keep an eye on that one. But uh, you want to want to save some money here. Probably maybe a Sal Perez versus Cantana at 4K if you aren't going the Cantana route. But the more I look at it, we might be just plugging our nose and going that direction. You got uh, Tyler Flowers at 3,500 versus Tommy Malone. This is one I can get behind the Braves of 4.4 total. Malone's been outstanding this year. Eventually, it's going to be like Cinderella, and it's about to strike midnight with Tommy Malone. I'm sorry. This guy's been a career just gas-canned. I can't believe at this point in his career he's figured it out in the minors. Maybe he has, but... This is kind of the renaissance, just shocking nature of the world. When you slide down a little farther, though, maybe an Austin Robine at 3,300 versus Giolito, who we know can be very, very hittable at times is the nicest way I can put it. Um, Manny Pena versus the youngster Kennedy at 31 can be a punch for you as well. Uh, Kennedy's not good. He's making his – well, he's a good prospect. You could say he's an okay prospect, but making his debut, uh, not going to be a world beater. When you look at, uh, he's 5,100 tonight, Kennedy is. And when you look at his overall peripherals, uh, it'll be his major league debut coming out of AAA. Uh, he's 24 years old. He's got a 10-0 and record with 2.72 ERA, 80 Ks across 89 in the third innings. Um, but I don't know if it's going to fare well in uh, Milwaukee. Time will tell, I guess. But not a guy I'm going to be backing. I have no problem taking some bats against him. But the farther down you go, you're gonna have some, you know, sketchy ones as usual. Maybe a Sandy Leone 2800 versus Hosh Hoshchild of Toronto. That's one you can definitely target. Is that Toronto pitching in that one? But uh, check your lineups. A lot of the good catchers that we like to target are playing a little earlier in this one. When you look at that Boston team total, four, or basically five lefties 369, righties 494 off Hoshchild. So keep an eye on that one. Over at first base, Matty Carpenter homered yet again yesterday. He's 5400 bucks. He's in play versus Trevor Richards. Definitely in play in that one. Uh, you go on down, you know, Eric Thangs of 52 could be in play versus Kenny. We don't really know because of his young nature, but uh, you can definitely get an eye on him. And we saw what he – we just talked about what he's done in the minors. He's been very, very good. The PCL is a hitter's league, so – Maybe, maybe Kennedy, as the day goes on, we look at him, becomes a GPP play on the mound at 5,100. You never know on a slate like this. Again, that's what the Slack chat's for. This is all first look, getting it in. But Jesus Aguilar, if you aren't using Kennedy, it's 4,800 bucks. Love that. He went deep again yesterday. Another good one. The Cubs team total is 5.25. Lefty's 293. Righty's 359. But one, Anthony Rizzo, 4,900 bucks. And he, today, folks, is the birthday boy. So keep an eye on Rizzo at $4,900. And it is happy birthday to Anthony Rizzo in that one. Yonder Alonso at $46 versus Odorizzi. Very much in play for you there. Uh, Jake Bowers, first base outfield, $4,500 versus Cashner. I love Bowers. He's got that – he's a good cash game play, pretty much night in and night out. Good looking floor. Seven points again last night. He's got some big upside at times as well. So $4,500 for Bowers. Um, CJ Corona, $43 is versus Kaschner as well because most will go to Bowers. If you think Severino's broken, Jose Abreu at 42, very much in play. Uh, Murphy and Adams both for Washington at 42 versus Fulty. Uh, Washington's team total is 4.6. Lefty's 314. Righty's 286. In his career, lefties have crushed him. He has gotten a little better this year, but keep that one in mind. Uh, Muncie and Bellinger at 41 each for Fires is very interesting as well. Justin Smoke, really good switch hitter. Lots of power from the right side of the plate, just like the left. He went deep yesterday. 19 DraftKings points. He's facing Brian Johnson, who's really struggling at times. Uh, Toronto's got a 4.5 total. Lefty's 270, but righty's 345. Uh, Justin Smoke, the Blue Jays, could be in play again tonight. So Smoke at 4K. Kendris Morales at 38 or two guys you can definitely take a peek at. If you aren't using Ryan Gant, Justin Bohr at 4,000 is a very solid price point there as well as he could have a field day in that matchup. Sliding on down farther, if you don't believe in Clevenger, Logan Morrison is in a good spot there uh, at 3800 bucks for kind of a punt type play. And then other than that, you know, you're getting Matt Olson versus Kershaw at 35, still probably not going to play that one. So after Lomo, it gets very, very bleak. Try to stay above that if you can tonight. Second base, you're gonna have Javi Baez at fifty seven. He just keeps crushing baseballs. Keep playing him as much and often as you can. Please, I will continue to recommend him. He's one of my favorite guys because no one owns him. He's so damn good. And he keeps getting it. only five points last night. But he's averaging 14.3 his last 10. He's in a great spot against Phil Meyer again tonight. Great spot there. Sliding on down, Whip Maranfield's 5K. That's a steep price. Tag. He keeps getting it done. He's stealing bases. He's hitting homers. Uh, if you want to be contrarian or you got a, a Royal stat going against Quintana at 5K, then you go there. Otherwise, it's tough to pay that price when you can just say, screw it, and go up to Zobers at 53 or Baez at 57. Or you save money for like Travis Shaw against Kennedy at forty six, second base outfield eligible. You look something like that. Uh, Torres against Giolito at forty four. He could definitely go to Ding Dong City off Giolito. So you go to something like that if you have to. Daniel Murphy's forty two. Mentioned him already. Uh, Johnny Vr is only thirty nine against Stanekley, not from doing damage there. I can respect that. Alberto Mondesi, depending on where he's hitting in the lineup, he's thirty nine hundred bucks versus Quintana. I can definitely take a look at that one for little savings. One I do like. I wish Lodris Guriel was playing tonight because he'd be outstanding. But Devin Travis went to Ding Dong City last night, 21 points. He's averaging about eight in his last 10. He's 21, 3, 14, 21, 7 in his last five. He's 3,700 bucks first. Brian Johnson, I think, Devin Travis. Good looking play there in that matchup. Another one I like, second base, third base eligible. I mentioned him all the time. He's 3,700 tonight. But David Boat continues to get it done, 21 DraftKings points last night for the Cubbies and uh, if he's in a good spot in that order it becomes a very good play at that price point so you can definitely pay up tonight it looks like or you can try to and take some of these middle tier guys and make a little decent lineup together for you Jared uh, Jericho's hitting lefties and righties right now so 3700 if you want to be contrarian there for St. Louis stacking for some reason uh, Willie Adamas second base shortstop at thirty six, also in play for you there uh, if you're going contrarian, Kershaw you got Lowry and Pender at thirty six each probably not running to do that but they're both there for 3300 bucks, though, for some really solid savings. Second base, third base, el- eligible. You got Young Harris Salarte. Yeah, he's been very, very up and down. 14 yesterday, then 5 0, 5 10. So five or more in four of his last five. Maybe he's slowly starting to get it going again. He's a switch hitter. $3,300 for his chess scene. Definitely someone to keep an eye on. Like a Brock Holt or a Colton Wong at 33 and 32, super cheap. I'd probably take the outside with Solarte at 33. But there definitely is some value down here tonight if you need to go there. Like Boat to thirty seven, Salarte thirty three, and some others. Going over to the third base position, Jose Ramirez yet again six K and play Matt Carpino at fifty four. I'd probably take the savings and go to Carp at fifty four than take Jose, but that just tells you how, how low owned Jose will probably be tonight. And then they got Travis Shaw at forty six. Yeah, he really hasn't been popping off since uh, Moose came to town. He's still averaging seven point four his last ten though, which is good. And maybe he has. I missed his weekend. He had seventeen and twenty two over the weekend against Colorado. But then prior to that, 4-2, 0-0, zero, zero, then a 15 and a 14. So a streaky guy going up against Kennedy. Could be a good night for the mayor of Ding Dong City. Second base, third base. Eligible. Miguel Andujar had a good night last night. He went deep. Had the game-winning single. 24 points last night, averaging 8.4 his last 10. He's an interesting player there versus Giolito. Um, Rendon's always interesting at 4100. Same with Yohan Camargo who uh, switched in versus Malone at 41. Moustakis at 4100 versus Kennedy. But Milwaukee could be a very interesting player tonight. Mostockness went deep yesterday, 18 draftkings points gone 18 and 16 in his last two. He even had a zero and an eight, so eight or more in three of his last four. When you look at the brew crew, a t- team total of 5.25. Uh, so hopefully they could pop off versus Kennedy yet again. Could be a nice matchup there. And then he gets some San Diego bullpen. Could be interesting. Chapman versus Kershaw, at 41, if you want to be weird. Um, he's got that pop versus the left. He's no high in that one. Again, David Boat, $3,700. bucks, 2nd base, third base, eligible. Jet Jericho, 37 as well. Yandy Diaz, it's his birthday as well for the Cleveland Indians. I thought he got sent to AAA. Yeah, he's in AAA. So have a happy birthday in Columbus, Yandy Diaz. Go do that. Go do you. But Miguel Rojas, 3500 for the Marlins. Third base shortstop's been playing very, very well. Charlie Culberson had a nice night last night. He's $3,400. Uh, he went deep. He's averaging 9.4 in his last 10 back-to-back 14-point games. Oh, that was in the... The doubleheader yesterday went deep in both doubleheader games yesterday. Got a little bit of pop versus Lefty Malone, so he could be a contrarian third base outfield look for you there. Again, John Henry Salarte, 3300 bucks. I like that as a cheapie. Big time. Uh, Timmy Beckham, thirty three is another value you could look at. Other than that, probably check your lineup. Oh, Logan Forsythe, second base, third base, and 3K. I love Forsythe as a punt. He's playing every day. He's a veteran hitter. If you're versus Lefties and Righties, but if you ever just need a punt and say screw it, He even got a knock or two last night. He's not going to light the world on fire, but for his price point, he's been like 28, 29, 3K tonight. He makes for a nice punt play, a lot better than some of those other gambles you'll take out there. Going over to the shortstop position, you got Francisco Lindor popping off at 58. Javi Baez at 57, give me Javi, but both good plays, but give me Javi. Uh, Trey Turner at 51 is very interesting. He gets Voltenevich. He gets right. He's very, very well, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Serditi versus Giolito at 5K. you got to like that quite a bit. Yankees have a 5.14 total highest on the night slate. Lefties 420, righty's 337 versus Gialito. So the Yankees will be quite popular again tonight. Unless you pay up for pitching, then they'll be very low owned. Again, Camargo is at 4,100 bucks. You got to let him as Diaz at 39 versus Johnson if you want to go there. But Jorge Polanco, if you're not using Clevenger at 39 is in play. Again, Alberto Mondesi, we talked about him in second base shortstop. If you're not using Quintana, he's in play for you as well. Further down, you look and go to like Paul DeYoung at 37. He had a big night last night. Uh, William Adams at 36. Miguel Rojas at 35. So there's like Tim Beckham at 33. So there's a couple options down below, which there hasn't been in games past, but uh, still not the sexiest of options by any means. Going to the outfield, you got Mookie Betts at 59, Christian Yellick at 57, JD at 55, Benintendi at 54. All really, really good plays. Kind of depends on where you're going to stack or whatever. They can be one offs, obviously, but stack wise. Outstanding, no sugarcoat in that. Zobris has been on fire. Eric Thames a fifty-two versus Kennedy talked about that. Stanton went deep yesterday. Great matchup for Giolito. Harper's in a good spot for Fulte. All great plays at 5k and above. I it just depends. If you're stacking Brewers, Yellick's obviously your guy. If not, you gotta love that some of those Red Sox bats up there versus Hosfeld, who just he got he had a good first start. He's really shouldn't be that good. But when you drop below like an Aaron Hicks of 49, always gets overlooked. Really good play there. Same with Michael Branley. Give me some hicks though instead. Uh, Rylan Acuna Jr. is Tommy Malone at 47 do like that quite a bit. Juan Soto, another huge day yesterday. He's 46 and in play for you. Uh, Steve Bierce could be contrary. He's been right. He's really, really good. Everybody thinks lefty's only. He's been crushing righty since he came over to Boston. So if he's hitting in a good spot in that order at first base, Alpha at 45 could be super sneaky. We mentioned lefties versus Clevenger. Eddie Rosario's $4,400. But uh, he's been hot and cold He went deep the other night. though, us so keep an eye on Rosario. Slide on down like Jock Jams in a GPP at 44. He's always in play versus right. Especially if he's leading off. That becomes very, very nice. So keep an eye on that lineup. Uh, K with the Chris Davis. So in deep yesterday, he's 43 versus Kershaw. GPP only. We mentioned Kershaw's got up one homer in each of his last three of three of his last four games. So the long ball is there for the A's in a GPP. Uh, Kevin Kiermaier, 42 versus Cashner. is interesting. Jason Hayward was in cleanup yesterday. He's got a good spot in that Cubs order again at 42. Definitely becomes much more valuable at that price point. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, we love that power, especially for his lefties. He's 4100 bucks. Um, he only had seven points yesterday. He has been slubbing a bit, averaging eight in his last ten still. Like a seven, zero, zero, then a 10, a 20, a 2, a 3, a 14. So he's got those big games in him. So GPP, Toronto stack maybe. Teoscar at 41 does have some upside Max Kepler at 41. If you're not using Clevenger, I do like that. Cody Bellinger at 41 talked about him. Um, if Adam Duvall, say he's batting 6th or better in that Braves lineup against Malone at 4K, he could be worth a look. Same with Randall Gritchick at 39 for Toronto. Gritchik's cooled down a lot since that hot streak he was on. He's still averaging 7 a game in his last 10, though, so like a 7, a 0, an 8, a 20, a 7, a 12, a 7. That's 7 or more points in like 5 of his last 6, 6 of his last 7. So that's still very, very good, especially cash games with some GPP upside for Gritchick at 39 in that matchup versus Brian Johnson, which he should, should be able to exploit when you're talking Toronto Blue Jays baseball. After Gritchick, you slide down some more. Um, you got the likes of maybe a Jackie Bradley at 38, not in love with that at all, but he's there. A Carlos Gomez at 38, not sexy either, but he's there. Uh, like Ian Happ at 38, he's got that GPP power upside you're looking for. Definitely can take a peek at that one. Uh, Michael A. Taylor at 37. If you want, hope he gets on and steals some bags, you can go that direction. Um, farther down you go, like an Albert Amora Jr., if he's still leading off for Chicago at 35, does have some upside against Filmer. Um, Charlie Culberson talked about him at 34 earlier. He can be in play for you there. Alex Gordon at 34, probably not so much tonight. Fran Mel Reyes of San Diego at 3,300 bucks. He's that GPP power play we always talk about. He had a huge night last night at 3,200. I mentioned him and Renfro as your two guys to target First, Chase Anderson. Uh, I don't mind Reyes again the night at 3,300 bucks if you just want to punt for, and pray for home runs. If, 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 zeros, you can, if you can accept the zero, you can play him. Jorge Bonifacio at 32 versus Quintana is worth a look as well. Maybe Steven Piscotti at 32 as an ultimate punt versus Kershaw. He has seen him in the uh, NL before. Other than that, check your lineups and see what else pops up at the outfield. Position. So that'll do it for your look around the offensive side of tonight's nine game slate. Recapping your pitching real quick. You got Clevenger, you got Kershaw up top. Down below, you got Quintana, uh, Richards, Chassin, and Gantt. Let's look at some team totals for you here. Yankees lead the way against Gilito. That makes a ton of sense. Indians versus Odorizzi again. But Brewers versus Kennedy can be very, very nice. Some right handed thump against Phil But I like the lefties too. They're still hitting 293. Ridey's 359. Filmer's not that good. Remember, Anthony Rizzo is our birthday boy. The Red Sox versus Hoshaw could be very, very nice. I like Toronto's Rydie's versus Brian Johnson. I think that'll be the overlooked one tonight. But so much more you could do. The Dodgers versus Fires. Some uh, so on and so forth options all over, as usual, especially with all those high totals we have on the slate. Let's look at your BVP real quick on this one. We'll even do some daytime action. Scooter Jeanette's 5 for 16 with two doubles and a homer off Jacob DeGrom. Nelson Cruz, 6-for-10, two homers off Giovanni Gallardo. Cameron Mayman, 5-for-17 with a homer off of Gallardo. Uh, Alex Avila's taking Vince Velasquez deep, 2-for-2 two two with a homer. Now we get into your night slate. We have Daniel Murphy, 8-for-19, three doubles off Fulte. Zimmerman, 4-for-11 with a triple. Harper, Rendon, Trey Turner have all taken him deep, right? 268 off of him. Small samples, but Swanson, Duvall, and Tyler Flowers have all taken Tommy Malone deep. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Rickard and Mancini have taken Stanek deep in small samples. Luke Maly, Teoscar Hernandez, Justin Smoke have all taken Brian Johnson deep in their small samples. As a team, they're fifteen for forty-one at a three sixty-six average, a five twenty-one ISO, a five twenty-one wOBA, and a four fifteen ISO, a twelve fifty OPS, seventy eighty eighty slugging off of Brian Johnson. Toronto, very small sample, has fared very. Very well. The Cleveland Indians 5 for 11, or Lindor 5 for 11, 2 doubles, 2 homers off Jake Odorizzi. Kipnis 3 for 10, Jose Ramirez 2 homers, Michael Brantley a Homer, Edwin D'Atracino, 2 homers. They're in 260 off of them. Miguel Sano, Eddie Rosario, Max Kepler have all taken Clevenger deep. Uh, da, da, da. Jose Abreu 4 for 11 with a double off of Severino. Small sample, but Spangenberg, Austin Hedges, and AJ Ellis have all taken scene deep. Got some big samples here. Salvi Perez, 19 for 63, four doubles, a triple, two homers, hit 302. Versus Quintana, Alex Gordon, 15 for 52. That's a 288 clip. Two doubles, two homers off Quintana. Uh, Brian Dozier has two homers off fires. Machado has one. They're hitting a buck fifty against him though in a small, small sample. When it comes to Kershaw, not much there. Connor's two for three. Lowry's two for nine with a double. Lucroy one for twenty with a double. Chris Davis one for eleven. Not much there, probably as he ex- expected. So that'll do it for your Wednesday edition of Quick Hits. Again, check us out on Twitter at thesportsdGens, thesportsdGens.com. I am at BDentric. I got Bench with Bubba. Episode 112 with Elliot Chris talking about the Quanta Edge, which is a great thing, and fantasy football running backs. You have the always pressing PGA DFS podcast to get you ready for the fourth and final major of the year, the PGA Championship. Jesse's got his picks out. We'll have the OAD out later today and much, much more for that. Um, Welcome one of our newest writers to the site. We have uh, our buddy. Let me get his name correct before I screw it up because I know his Twitter handle is at CoopAFiasco. But uh, CoopAFiasco. We have him follow but Andy Rich joining the site to write about NFL season-long fantasy football Gave you a first-round strategy guide that dropped for you. So a lot of good stuff there. Much, much more coming up at Esports Legion. Around the base with Bubba and Mo. episode 75 dropping. We talked a lot of fantasy baseball there, plus other news. Go check it all out. Good luck tonight. Nine games slate. You got that four game early. Hit us up in the Slack chat with any questions you have. We'll help out each other out. But good luck. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits. Your Wednesday, August 8th edition. I'm out.